Hello and welcome to episode number 22 of the Cinder Block Podcast. My name is Nick Melita, and as always, I am your host on this journey through the minds and hearts of some of Dallas-Fort Worth's most talented local musicians and members of our local music community and beyond. I say beyond because uh, here in a little over a week, we're traveling down to South by Southwest down in Austin, Texas, where we will be participating on the official podcast stage of South by Southwest. The Cinderblock Podcast has been accepted to be a part of South by. We're so excited. We're going to be doing a panel uh, about local music. Um, I think the theme is going to be basically the do's and don'ts of self-promotion. We will have uh, myself and three panelists just uh, talking shop, you know, uh, Amber LaFrance, of Culture Hype, sponsor of the podcast and longtime friend of Center Block, will be joining us. A gentleman by the name of Adi Anand uh, works with Sound on Sound Fest in Austin, uh, was recommended to speak on all things local music, so I'm very excited to bring him on, as well as local artist, everyone's favorite, Miss Sam Lau, uh, who has been on a previous episode, actually a very recent episode of the podcast. You should go check that out if you have not heard it. Um, we're going to be having a lot of fun in Austin talking about uh, promotion of yourself as an artist and how to really make the most of uh, a release, whether that be an album, a single, or playing shows. Uh, still really developing the content, but it's going to be fun, and we're so excited to be a part of South By. And then after that, if you're down in Austin, you should come by the Cinder Block Presents The Block Party. Uh, we've got a bunch of announcements still yet to make in the next week um, about the artists that are playing, some of the key sponsors that are uh, jumping on with us, and uh, all the great stuff. But March 18th uh, at noon at the Cabana in Austin, The Block Party is going to be lit. Please join us. My guest this episode is Medicine Man Revival. Uh, Keith Young, Jason Burt, two gentlemen with some big ideas, some some music in their hearts, and uh, <laughs> uh, some songs to sing. These guys came in and brought some music that is actually uh, previously unreleased. I think, I could be wrong about this, but I think this is the first time you will hear some of these tracks. The format of this episode, it's a little different than in the past. Uh, rather than putting the song at the end, we kind of... Uh, we kind of played them amidst our conversation, uh, so it might be a little bit tough to hear the tracks at times, but at any point when we're talking over them, we're talking about the tracks. Uh, so, And it's stuff that these guys wanted to talk about and wanted to share. Uh, the people they collaborated with, the subjects for which these songs are about. Um, I don't know if I'll... If I'll do it this way moving forward just because it's it's a little tough to hear the music, but I think that it was a fun exercise to see what works and what doesn't. Uh, and you tell me if you think this works. If you like the way that this sounds, let me know. Maybe maybe we'll do something like this uh, again. They get a couple shows coming up March 9th. They're playing the Three Links anniversary, obviously at Three Links. Uh, March 23rd, they're on the bill for So So Topics Peace Out Party. Uh, friend of Cinderblock and all-around awesome, beautiful soul. Topic is leaving us for Oakland. Medicine Man Revival's playing that show, uh, so go check that out. Uh, if you want to find them on social media, MM Revival on Instagram and Facebook, mmrevival.com. You can get on their mailing list, things like that. Yeah. It's a fun time. 
This episode is brought to you by Culture Hype. Hip-hop lyricist Terrence Spectacle will celebrate his new EP, One Summer Night, with a party right here at Cinderblock on March 31st. That's right, Cinderblock is now an event venue. You should uh, book your next thing here. Hit me up. Uh, stay tuned for more details and the full lineup for Terrence Spectacle's thing and RCP in the meantime through Prekindle. Uh, save the date, the Deep Elm Arts Festival returns for the first weekend of April. There are hundreds of local musicians, visual artists, food, and fun for everyone. The first weekend of April, the Deep Elm Arts Festival. I will see you there, because I will be there. Hand-drawn pressing has a new state-of-the-art vinyl pressing facility. It's up and running, folks. Local artists, if you're looking to press your music to vinyl, they are your guys. Find options, pricing, and more on their website, handdrawnpressing.com. And... The Kessler. You know the Kessler? Well, there's a show at the Kessler, and it's the debut of the psych rock group Wall of Orange. That's Saturday, April 29th, featuring Sudi and the Angelos. Tickets will be available on February 22nd. Oh, wait, that was a while ago. That means tickets are available now. This is just old copy that I'm reading. So get tickets now. Go see that show. This is episode number 22 of the Cinderblock Podcast, featuring Medicine Man Revival. Medicine Man. That's a new thing. It's not new. Not really. Is it not? Well, it's a new thing to me. It's our. It's a new thing, to, world, new thing right? to everybody. It's everything that us. Keith's ever done and been a part of, except for now. I'm here. That's basically it. Gotcha. And so it's it's all been there. And I've been medicine manning on my own under yeah. a different name, creating yeah. creating my my believable culture internally and exposing totally. it outwardly. And now we're just doing it together. And Medicine Man is just <clears throat> is just us being alive, and we get to make music and so. recording all of that as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. Not just music, you know, everything, everything. and just exposing a honest, consistent, uh, believable lifestyle. Like, we love music, so that happens to be a big counterpoint. But in in the future, I don't think it will well, be necessarily the main counterpoint. No, really? music is the one thing we're both great at. Mm-hmm. So everything else we're kind of mediocre at. We're learning but, to be great. <laughs> we're learning, but we're putting we're, in the Malcolm Gladwell hours and the yeah, other right. aspects 10, as hours. we totally expose our ten thousand hours of whatever. Yeah. The he man can a, sing, people. The man can <laughs> sing. Yeah, it's just the language, man. But but what we do and who we are and the conversations we have, honestly, um, music is kind of the frame to that i mean we you know first of all being around us in the day you'll probably you know be exposed to like a lot of weed smoke (laughs) a lot (laughs) right yeah a lot put it on the table sure i mean hey this is a part of our creative process i mean for many people right of course for everybody yeah of course for everybody who's good no, <laughs> except Jack White, who <laughs> notoriously doesn't smoke weed. Yeah, is that his thing? Yeah, doesn't he smoke told weed. Tom Brokaw in an interview that he doesn't smoke weed and hasn't because he, which is respectable in its own way. Like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to at the end of the day know that something else brought upon his magically genius ideas. Interesting. Which is That's an interesting beautifully sociopathic. It. That's awesome. But, yeah. No. You know, that ain't me. That's yeah. Yeah. We, we, we pull from everything. Yeah. Everything, everybody, everywhere. Right. 
Yeah. Now you were talking because I was telling yeah. you about how I'm I'm a filmmaker and I that's totally. that's kind of my craft. Yeah. And you, and how I wanted to direct more music videos and do do more creative stuff. And you said to me, we want our live show to be a music video. For sure. Mm. Yeah. We 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 everything about us has got to resonate from a space of truth. Yeah. If it if if you know, Jason and I can't play it in the studio, then we're not going to play it live. You know what I mean? If we can't play it live, then we're not going to do it in the studio. Sounds everything, of course. Sounds everything. So if it's on the record, it happened in real time yeah. with a real instrument, and it's going to happen again when you see us. With a real person. So video, I mean, real it's purists. the same thing. From the visual aspect, um, I actually, I mean... It's not really so much about entertainment as it is uh, about um, us just being authentic, man. Like we have we have some songs, you know, that we we both like came to each other with, you know, there were songs that were close to our hearts and or things that we know, you know, that there is uh, brilliance in them, but they weren't finished. And so, you know, we we worked through those things together, but. Um, mostly our creative process, man, is it, it has to happen in real time, in the moment, un, you know, filtered and uncontrived. That shit's so played out. Yeah. What's the process been like then? You okay. guys working together? Well, you know, we brought, we brought some material cause we we're happy to expose a little bit. So there's, we, I'm going to just break it down. We got three songs that I guess we're going to kind of work through. The first one is Medicine Man. And so in a in a nutshell, me and I saw Keith play a year ago. Jonas Martin introduced me to Keith a little bit and then I kind of got more hip to his scene of infinitely ridiculously talented people who basically the reason we didn't work together is cuz I wasn't good enough. Like and so we spent time cre- cultivating this relationship. One day I'm at a Funky Knuckles show. Funky Knuckles, Funky Knuckles, Funky Knuckles, Funky Knuckles. Nuts. And and they're dope, they're dope, they're dope. Uh, funky Knuckles. <clears throat> uh, we was at their show and Key was like, let's vibe. Let me show you what I'm working on. And so we go out to his car and we've known each other for like a year and he shows me some stuff and I'm like, yo, this is this is rad. Basically, I mean, in so many words. Basically, I freaked out because I'm like, I've been I've been doing my thing and just in my cubby and then I hear some my exposure to that is like I'm like this fool's a normal cat this is what (laughs) he just does like this not even anything I've seen and then so then it's my chance to put my shorts on I'm like yo why don't you check this truck out you know what I'm saying and I feel like he felt the same way and then I literally this was a Tuesday they always play on Tuesdays right I'm like Friday Monday 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 I'm like Friday we're going to the studio and this is where you call bullshit on every every person. Because, <laughs> a, a, I stopped doing that years ago. Like, hey, let's, let's get in the studio. You get real amped about something. You're like, let's get in the studio. Uh, so we we all get hooked up, right? So we're going to record this track of his. And I call Nick Lee the man. And I call Nick Daniel Kramer. Dan, Nick Lee is the man. He won't even hear this because he don't even get on his phone. Because he don't waste his That's time. That's how much he, of a man he is. Uh, <laughs> Nick and Daniel, I'm like, y'all got to record and meet this cat. 
key. And so then he does the same thing with his homie, Marcus. Marcus is the man who's our keyboard player now. So we go into Modern, we cut this track, Medicine Man, which we're going to let you hear now. And that's basically the creative process. We got Texas Gentlemen, we got, uh, and we got just the the best musicians in the, in the world coming in. And it's fun. Like, we're just like, yeah, we're cuffing. And that's basically how it continued. But this this particular process is a song that Keat had a demo for. He already had the vocals. We didn't even track the vocals of this song in the studio. We used his stems that he recorded at his mama's mama's house. Oh, really? The, used, yeah. Okay. You'll see the vocal quality is, is awesome on it. But we basically then brought Nick Lee in. And we'll keep cuffing on it. Um, you can go ahead and even play it. Okay. Um, Nick Lee came in and with you know a Nick Lee hangover, bust out the drums on this track in two takes. There's two different takes on top of each other. You'll hear this drum kit. And then you're going to hear another, and all the people streaming live. Uh, sorry that you can't hear the audio. You got Bobby Sessions in the house. Bobby Sessions. Bobby just dropped a new album. Bobby Sounds Sessions, cold. Dallas, Texas. We need to get Bobby in here. Yeah, we need to get Bobby, Bobby Sessions. All right, listen to our track. And so, and then you got uh, Mav on the organ. What up, y'all? And Mav, we recorded the organ. We had the candles on top of the organ. We usually don't turn up that loud. You can hear the candles shaking on the organ. It's pretty cool. And uh, but I, that's just an engineering mistake. You're talking about engineering earlier, but we just we flow with it, and I love it. I think it ended up sounding sounding pretty gritty. Yeah, I mean it gives it. It's character, right? Uh-huh. It, it gives it a, it's a very unique. I'm cool with character. Yeah. You know, I'm. Call it a mistake. I yeah. Think it's, it's, exactly. And they've been saying that since the beginning of time. All right, hold up. Hi hat. Nick Lee on the drums. Nick Lee. Nick Lee on the drums. Ben Baraha. Most ben. underestimated, unknown cat. The dude will learn anything for you and just murder. He, like flabbergasted by this kid man and and no one knows who he is but he'll learn anything you put it before him <laughs> and so yeah that that's just a little taste of that track i played the yeah let, here we go here we go turn it up Shout out to uh, my homie, the homie, Kellen Crap. Absolutely. He uh, actually uh, came up with the, uh, uh, the composition. The composition. Yeah. Cool. We arranged it, kind of rearranged it, but yeah, Kellen's crazy, See, crazy. So we're, I mean, the whole point is just reaching out to, we're just, I mean, we're creating a culture of, of, of what inclusion. we're doing. Inclusion. And including the best people, and, and it doesn't end with, with your crew every 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 project we want to work with different musicians yeah, yeah absolutely cool. i mean so this is an original track hold up you, let's, these right? drum fills coming up Ooh. <laughs> keep going <laughs> yeah i'm just saying so here i am are you i'm gonna cut it all right? yeah cut it man that's a great track yeah so, so that's an original track by you Keith, right yeah um kellen kellen he's a superstar um he just he sent me uh just a, a little workup that him and and uh, another dope cat was, uh, you know, just experimenting with, and yeah. uh, I wrote this on the way to Austin, I believe, cool. and uh, we just put it down at home, <clears throat> and uh, when Jason and I linked up, just kind of started from a, a 
what was natural was a natural starting point. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And just really played it, played the demo in the studio, and right, and, and so, it just and it and it kept being cool for five days in a row. Yeah, then we it, ended it just, up you record <laughs> all these songs in that five day yes. period. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We okay. re- well, we recorded five songs. Gotcha. Total uh, that time, and so basically what happened is we were like, okay. That was cool. Uh, what, what else you got? What else you got? What else you got? So we decided we're going to record. I was working on this record. He was working on this record. I was like, let's pull, pull, yeah, our yeah. own. My yeah. own record, his own record. I was like, let's pull what we like from each of these each of these, and record these. So we did, uh, We I don't, even, I don't even know anymore. We got this track every time uh, that's being directed by this uh, guy named Asher Moss, who's an incredible director for a music video, and that'll come out later. Uh, and we recorded for the track we just heard. No, 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 a different track. The gotcha. track for this we haven't decided. I think we're gonna have an in New York video director That's cool. uh, direct it, so that we can go out to New York. Yeah. But it's up in the air, right? I mean, yeah. So uh, uh, we we're like, okay. So we ended up recording a bunch more because Jeff hooked us up with studio time because he was vibing it. Jeff and Bo, they were like, yeah, yeah we're you know they gave us studio time, dude. Like, and so in the process continues. But in the midst of this. Right in the in the dead midst of realizing we have all the studio, we wrote two more songs, which are the next two sh- songs we're gonna show you. Okay. I started on a track after I heard the sound where we were going. Sorry, I need to focus on the mic a little bit more. <laughs> you after move it too, if you need to. After um after we got going, I was like, man, this is this is a sound. Yeah. Let's let's turn it into uh let's turn it into something that I can you know as a producer now I'm like all right well now the sky's the limit. So we we ended up writing this n- next song. I was like I put down these chords. That's it. Yeah. Like literally just like these chords, bittersweet. And then Key comes over to my house, not the studio. We write the whole song in Shit, maybe an a hour? few hours. Maybe. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, maybe. And then we took that to the studio. So then we got this track. Bittersweet? Yeah. Yeah, we cut off a little bit. We'll, we'll grab it. It's all good. So yeah. And so this is just me and Keith collaborating fully, except for the piano solo in the middle is Mav, who we recorded that at Modern, but totally different process. Um, Moog synth bass, drum pad, and a guitar. And Keith stacking them up. Right now there's music playing, but you can't hear it. This was all visual at first, man. I mean, all of this was like, yeah. So this is tell yeah, me about that. Your your thought process. You yeah, see. we. I mean, when we sat down with this, we saw the emotion and the. I mean, the song's called Bittersweet, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's about the contrast that you feel in a relationship and in a passionate relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. And you know, I mean, it just visually all these things start to take shape in your mind and and sonically you know you're just you're writing a soundtrack to it you know what i mean you're you're just you're expressing what these visual cues you know are doing it and the way these songs are uh arranged if you can hear you know there's no you know, eight bar chorus, eight bar verse. Never. Back to the chorus. You know what I mean? It's right. always what happens next. Like you're telling a story. Totally. It's very We're here. Everything's yeah. theatrical. And then Keith rapped on this track. I was like, yo, you rap? What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? I said, do you rap? I was too high, bro. You're like, 
I don't know, man. I can't say it myself. <laughs> I said, do you rap? And you were like, do I rap? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you going to rap here? <laughs> now? That's what I want. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's completely visually inspired. Interesting. And yeah. Well, and that's because that's what I'm gathering from, especially you, Keith, is that... Like when you talk about your live show, you want it to be a visual spectacle, right? You talked about bringing on a light show and having textures and having even sets built around you. Totally. Think, you know, like yeah. that's yeah. I mean, that's awesome. And everybody does that, of course. All yeah. big acts do that, but we want to do. We want to put ourselves in a position to where it never happened any other way. Yes, there is no. We There's, are. Uh, we are out to destroy the word. Oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, or I can't. I don't have the budget. I don't have the money. I don't have the fans. I don't have. The, you know what I mean? It's art, man. It's art. Can't be compromised. It cannot, at all. Not by money. Not by you know a sick day. Not by. It's art, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel you. It's inspiring life. So it's got to be real, you know. And and when we we step on a stage. We are trying to fit in 45 minutes in, in an hour and a half our life. Like, that's... Phone died. That's success for us right there. Now, taking that and going back to this track. So, you put... You you, you got in the studio. You did that first track, Medicine Man, right? Mm-hmm. This was something that you had kind of previously had. You came together and said, all right, let, now let's, let's mm-hmm. see what we both bring to the table. Bring other players to the table and see what this can become. Right. Then so then what happened with this next track, the bittersweet track? Like like how did that process well, go? Like I said, that that was uh, me and Keith, you know, all the way. Yeah. Like just in I the d- room, bro. Yeah. That's what happens when we sit down for a few hours. Gotcha. Yeah, and I did the drums and the bass and the guitar and uh, all the little strings and blah blah blah. Yeah. And then we, I was like, man, it'd be so lit if Marcus did like a jazz piano solo over the drum solo. So yeah. then. We took it back to the studio and basically only overdubbed the the all the lead vocals and then recorded the piano solo, uh, you know, with with Mav again. Working with Mav is the easiest thing ever. I'm like, I literally, I remember, I was like, okay, so the chord it's going over is like a D flat minor seven flat five, and I was like, I want you to play a major scale over it, and he was like, what? He always looks at me like, uh. And then, like, he sits down and he does it. And it's, like, it was so tight. Like, because, I mean, obviously it's not exactly the A major scale. So anyone nerds out there who want to clown on me or whatever. But I was just, like, these six notes I like. And then he turned it into this, like, fourth solo, which is so sick. So it's, like, it's great to... I've I've known a lot of people who kill, like, music. And they really just... But for me, at my point in my life, like, these people that I'm meeting through this... Through this their level of what my definition of kill was is now just dead. Like people like Tehran who played on the next track we're going to show where they're just, I mean, I've never, the people are here. The people are here in Dallas. And honestly, dude, I, I am and was that person who was like not succeeding, complaining about Dallas. Like mm. got to get out, got to, and I still, you know, and I know that for some people that's true. They don't have the things that they need here. It's like when you go to a new high school and you become cool. I don't know if anyone's ever experienced that. Like you were a <laughs> yeah. nerd at one high school, you went to another high school, you became cool. That happens. It's the same with sc- cities, okay? And it, it's just about how you or about how you approach it. And then I got lucky and I met all the most ruthless people 
that now like you know so my point being i get in the studio with the, someone that i just basically can say something that almost is moronic you know like play the a major scale over a d flat you know and it's something that i that's the only way i know how to word it but they're so good that they'll giggle at me and then they'll do it like they'll do something that that makes sense and then my vision is complete whereas in the past like i've always felt like trying to explain myself a fear of of being misinterpreted or told that's wrong or whatever but when you're so good at something when you're like that lit you know the jordash grants the tehrans the keats i mean dude i'll tell keat i'll be like hey what about this melody and he'll be like yeah plus this note plus this harmony plus this is what you're really trying to say, but your brain isn't there. So surrounding myself with people that can do that and, and, and then not make me feel... And let's take a little credit, though. Let's take a little credit. It wasn't luck. It was very, very planned for us to, to have certain people meet certain Right, people. right, exactly. Because I'm talking about... You're completely right. I'm just yeah. talking about what I've been exposed to from the people that I've totally. met because of you. Like, yeah. a world that was unfamiliar well, to me. That's what happened coming and going you know what i'm saying like there were people you know that that i met through jason that are lifelong i know are lifelong friends yeah you know what i mean there are people we a year ago diagnosed it i mean and, and we probably had this conversation with other people too but you know the thing the in my opinion one of the root causes of the mentality that you have to leave here. Uh, I'm now. I'll just speak for Dallas, uh, the Metroplex. Is that we don't know each other like really? We don't play together enough. And when I say we, I mean people who like, you know, um, the room sounds, and people who like the grits. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're not in enough spaces together. So you when, think that does happen in other places more? I th I think I think when you see success, it it, it derives from that uh, uh, um, congenial mentality. So it, building a sense of community is that yeah, part which of is here. It's here. We're in no totally means saying here. there's no yeah, community. We're, not we're just talking about anything, but, but, but extrapolating on yeah. that, right? Like you can have community and still build on it. You know. Like yeah, collaboration yeah, is that is that I mean is that what it's you're a it's at? a huge yeah. tool I think knowing who's who's available and who, who you know if you want to put together a national record and a great person to use that we just talked about is Bobby Sessions mm. Bobby Sessions just put together oh. RC and picnic time and uh, and sick with it which I know some of them personally and some of them I don't but you want to make a national sounding record get three motherfuckers who make national shit and put them in the same fucking room it doesn't matter if where you record put people together that are doing it all the way, you know, and I'm, and I'm not saying close out your friends or anything like that. I'm just talking about if you want to make excellence, just like as a film director, you got to be out there looking for the best, uh, even down to the grips. The, everybody oh, yeah. who's there has to be the best. Yeah. So you don't have to yeah. waste any time yeah. explaining. We talked about that. You know, yeah, first yeah. dimensional shit. A lot of the times when you're starting, you're so worried about yourself, you can't even actually make art. Because yeah. you're so worried about what, like what I was saying, I was so worried about what I was, what people were gonna think about when I was jamming. I wasn't even jamming, mm -hmm. like I was just like, oh God, what if I hit a bad note? You know, like if you want to make <clears throat> and be and not have to complain anymore, go out create relationships with people who can help uh, singularize your vision. 
That's huge. We are challenging the idea of success, what it means to a quote-unquote indie artist. Okay. You know, we, we got to throw that shit out the window. For us, it's very important that, that we show ourselves, one, those loved ones around us, our peer group around us, and then everybody else that, you know, we don't settle. Yeah. You, art does not settle. So when you say that, so so, what is success to Medicine Man? Right here, right now, this conversation. Really? Yes. Waking up. That's flattering. Being creative. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, like, you've got to, you've got to boil success down to its simplest components. And that is, if you're an artist, success is creating art. Yeah, of period. course. Um, and that's, you know? that's what controls my, my emotions and how I feel. We're uh, shooting music, high quality music videos with uh, different directors for every song that we have coming out. Uh, right now we have three planned. And our goal, our goal, not what you know we're broadcasting that's actually happening, but right now our goal is to release three music videos in the three major music cities in the United States. And I mean New York City, uh, Los Angeles, and Dallas with directors and art that correlates with each town to share our culture through that. And we're right now making our way through the first stage of that. This is the music business. The music business is your culture is the product. Yeah. Not the music. The music is a part of that. It's a frame for it. But and and, and you give that away. You yeah. want as many people in the right. world the to music be will be free. We're yeah. not yeah. Like selling music is, is an outdated idea. I, I, I always thought it was a horrible idea, actually, because like really, when you thought you were Why, buying music, you weren't. You were just buying plastic CD, right. uh, and and you were just buying vinyl, shellac vinyl. That's what you were buying. You weren't buying the music, you know. Yeah. So uh, now that we don't have physical product to attach music to, music becomes the backdrop. It becomes a setting for, you know, hey, you like us, you hear us. You see us, you like what, you know, we look like, well, shit, you know. Maybe it's some inspiration there. Maybe you want to go to Target and get Medicine Man, you know, beanie or right. whatever. I mean, you know, that's... And that's it's, it's based part. on the culture, the idea of... It's all based on what we were talking about earlier. The it, the clothes or whatever we end up putting out is all... It, it's, it's like, it's like look, I got a Charles Smith shirt on show that says, do yeah. not touch. You know what I'm saying? And I represent Charles because he's an underground artist who works his ass off and everyone knows Charles Smith. And if you if you don't, that's fine. But it doesn't degrade the fact that he works hard and he is consistent. And Charles Smith is a good person. So I'm going to wear his shirt until everybody has one on. And that's what we're going to do. It was, we're going to preach this hard work ethic and this level of excellence uh, am, am, amidst our own issues as well that we have and problems that we work through. And if you want to be a part of what we're doing, then then hell yeah to you because we're we're fighting for a brand that says yeah. if you if you're stunting it, it means that you're consistent, you work your ass off, yes. and you believe in va the value yeah. of what you're doing. That's no what medicine man is. Period. A medicine man, a shaman was the was the person everybody went to in the village to to get to help see. mentally or physically. And that's what we're you know, talking about. The the medicine man brought vision. When the Aztecs, uh, uh, I believe it was the Aztecs, it could be the Mayans, I don't know, some of those South American brothers. When they got conquered, they couldn't even see, when the conquistadors came, 
They couldn't even see the ships. Most people couldn't even see the ships out on the water because they had no idea what a ship looked like. Mm. You can't see something that you can't perceive. So it's up to us to change the definition for success. You know what I mean? Success is commitment. Success is no compromise. You know what I mean? That's success. Got it. Because anything that wants you to compromise, I'm not saying evolve or adapt. I'm saying compromise then they don't they don't support the core message. They don't support why you're doing what you're doing. Because or they what, don't understand. Yeah, or understand it. Because what you're doing only looks like why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Like what you're doing will only reflect your intention. To a Got person it. with yeah, only one it. dimension of understanding. So and that's, we're getting super far into but but when you listen to a track like 40 times in a row after you finished it that should be your sign producers musicians out there not in vanity in in like in enjoyment and then this last song talking about real is you are safe um so the last day we were supposed to go in the studio the last day day five and i went in and the studio was empty it's like my favorite thing ever honestly like this, there's no one there. It's just dead quiet. It's all you. And I uh, had been just dealing with some stuff with me and my, me and just life. You know First, what I'm saying? Yeah. My mom and my my whole story and just get, you know just being alive. I was just alive <laughs> that day. And I jumped on this uh, nylon guitar and I and I swear to you, I think I wrote this next song and like I and realistically an hour. Wow. But so what happened is Keith comes in the studio. And I'm like, yeah, we about to record this track that I just wrote. And uh, let me show it to you. And what happened then? I tried to show him the song. Yeah, he, I didn't even make so it he, through the f- third line before I started yeah. crying. So, so he, 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 you know, he, he prefaces this with, you know, what's going on. And I'm listening and he plays. And it wasn't the third lyric, bro. It was like the third note. It was like, um, yeah, it wasn't. He didn't even get through any lyrics and he just starts crying and i immediately got excited because i'm like that's some real shit yeah it's about to go down you know what i mean like and then that's, that, that's exactly shit. how he responded and then he left the tracking room yeah he just walked out <laughs> and then i got my keyboard out and i started putting putting it down so yeah this first sound you'll hear is like the sound that i just started playing with and uh, it'll pick up or whatever but um so the whole thing is, a, you know, and I say, quote, unquote, it's electronic, until it, which means I'm programmed it and made it. <laughs> and so they come in and they're like, I think Justin said some funny thing. Like, he's like, I walked in and I knew I liked you from the beginning because I wasn't on drugs. And I immediately felt like I was on drugs because that's how the room felt. He was like, it was like a huge acid trip day. And that's how, how, it, how it went down. I remember specifically what he means. And like... Everyone was super professional and stuff, but I was on some other stuff too at the end. Like I had like this other ending going and it was like, we all like, I was like, I know it's crazy. And they were like, where's the one at? And I'm like, it's right here. You know, we just had this crazy, like come, come to, come to realize each other. Like they're like, this fool's crazy thinking about me. And, and I'm like, these fools are crazy thinking about them. And like now it was immediate friendship. It took no, Cry yourself to sleep again and again and again. 
Bose Mellotron, Rhodes, P Bass, Vintage Ludwig Kit. You guys played this at New Year's, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Shout out drums. to the Rustic, Cal Quinn, Kylie. And we did like maybe five takes of this, and then I just went, went at editing on it. Tracked the vocals that night. Done. One day. So done by 3 a.m. with this track. What about it? What brought you to tears? Was it just like the beautiful melody? Was it other it was baggage the that you had? It was the, it was what, the lyrics. It was the lyrics. Um, it was the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they represent something not like... It's not an idea. It's it's actual. It's reality. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. And it's a gospel song, like straight up. This yeah. is a Sunday morning church song. Yeah. Like, except for it doesn't have a, a a chorus style. It goes verse, verse, bridge, verse. Yeah. It's a hymn, and uh, the lyrical content. It was, it was cool, man. And I've I've had a I've had that experience honestly a couple times with a couple of these tracks I've been writing, like in my own personal time. Like I'm just like, and it it's it it it's very personal just to be to be like. And the, the tears come from the lyrics, but even further, they come from my joy in the fact that I can, that I can as a person sit down and write something that touches me. I'm like, this is what I would want to hear. And I think a lot of, a lot of great artists can say that I'm not putting myself in the same category. I'm just, I'm making relevance of, 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 of the feeling. And I know it, so many people listening to this, all the great artists that, you know, we'll check this out that are out in Dallas. They've experienced that. I hadn't until then, you know, because of fear and the way that I was creating. I just let it play out. But, um, and, and so that, and then now for it to happen, you know, now I'm almost like waiting for it to happen when I'm writing a song or else I'm like, oh, you know, it, you know, not to put, not to say it's not a real song if it doesn't just emotionally just jerk you, you know, because not all songs are supposed to do that. But when you're writing a song that's, you know, the message is, is it says, you are safe, you are safe in my arms. And it, and it means that it's like, don't, you know, just like, a, you know, fear not, because you're right. here now with me. And so whatever happened before in the day, and that's the culture that I, you know, I feel like that with Keat, dude, like when I meet up with Keat, it's like a comfort that happens. And I know that's the same way with me. Like life is hard, and so if you can find people to create with that can yeah. that can create that comfortability in yourself, and you know what you're doing is real, that again is success. Like we know things are cool <clears throat> when like we can reflect each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you when you align with people like that who keep you clear by showing you yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, there is a comfort in that. There is a comfort in knowing that, okay, you know, the energy that's that's passing between me and the audience or between me and me and uh, uh, my brothers on stage, you know, is like, it's just honest, man. You know, I, I think both of us, our personal experiences in life have led us to a place where absolutely like authenticity integrity and honesty 
make this shit happen. Yeah. With if if we don't have that, none of this shit happens. Mm-mm. The music, no. The visuals, none of it. If we're not honest with each other, I'm. It just you know I'm telling you. As soon as you start, you know, throwing in that fog, you know, of of like ego and like protectionism you know what i mean like expectancy ex- this is this is our motto and this is pete pete claiming uh as our manager um big smile from pete open hands open hands bro you got to keep the hands open when you close it around something or when you go to try and close it around something when you try and possess something mm. you cut off the flow you know what i mean so you know it it's it's in our attitudes all of this comes Reverend T.D. Jake's going to start jacking some of our stuff, bro. <laughs> no, nah, bro, I'm telling you, church, five That's minutes, it, that's yeah, the yeah. real money. Yeah. The real money. <laughs> yeah, tax-exempt money. <laughs> tax-exempt yeah. money. No, no I, yeah. I think that that is the two things that you both just said. One, about feeling safe as a duo, mm-hmm. you know, is, you know, anytime you make art, you make, you know, it's, it's, it's your baby, right? Yeah. So if you feel safe handing your baby to him and and kind of you know or or making it together Mm -hmm. that's insanely huge and then the open hands thing is is is, is monumental to any artist as far as collaboration yeah keeping yourself open how you you, manifest closed off how do you make anything that people will connect with you cannot manifest you know you will there's a way i mean people have done it but but i know what you mean but it's it's not our way is it right and it's not it's not the culture we're we're teaching you know well ultimately ultimately that's a lie because anything that isolates separates in any way if there's that appearance it's a lie so, you know what I mean? Like you like we were saying earlier, you know, great art does not happen in isolation. Right. There is constant collaboration. Yeah, it, you know even whether you're willing to admit it or not because the, the air touching your eyelashes is collaboration. Period. You know? the, so the, you you can't actually individualize yourself. Right. You can't. It's it's nah. physically impossible. Or even just like from the the idea of you have so many influences already because of the other art you've absorbed because Jackson Pollock threw a bunch of paint on a canvas by himself generally speaking but there's a lot of other art that informs his mindset and, and also you know? the art that allows your art to be on a platform i.e. like uh, exposure so it's like Jackson Pollock wouldn't have been big if it wasn't for the aggregators of of uh, abstract art and where he came from, and also Jackson Pollock didn't start off making abstract art. Absolutely. Of course, he went to school and he learned how to do portraits, and that was the art that he made that most uh, connected with people. So everyone remembers, you know, Jackson Pollock just squirted shit on a page, but he could do a portrait better than anybody, you know, like right. or as good, you know. And same with Dolly and all artists, you know what I'm saying? They they did, yeah, they painted it. They spent 25 hours painting it, but they went through 56 different versions of themselves. Until, and probably a few relationships. Yeah, and mm-hmm. probably a few mm-hmm. friendships. That's important. And probably, all that's yeah. collaboration. And then, yeah. and then yeah. it, it's just, uh, it's selfish to say in the end that, you know, it's yours. Yeah, you it's know, just, that's just selfish just because true. it's not true. It can't be true. Open hands. Open, Open hands. hands. Bro. I love Open that. Open hands. So, all right, so you get these three tracks. 
You're yeah. talking about making three music videos. What's the plan? Are you releasing these as a set or like what's, what's well? What are you guys doing? Uh, they they go together, but they won't be released as a set. We're gonna spread out our. We're gonna basically uh, create time for ourselves to continue yeah. working on the record. I'll say as far as like that you know we're gonna dallas uh, la new york three videos they all will tell a story in order with each other oh um and yeah and so it'll it'll become a film and hopefully at the end the end we'll be able to it'll be a our whole show will be a film mm. to all the, the every, all the, that tells a story yeah. for a while until we get bored of that and, we and change well, it up. until we tell a different story until we tell a different story but through these basically these three we've got five tracks kind of recorded another three that are demoed with vocals then we've got another six that are uh you know in the track format which would have been cool to show today but we're not you know and and then we've got some of his still you know material and my material that's like it's up in the air and we'll be the first person to take a verse from one song and a chorus from the other and change the words and you know just take all the good stuff and it's all just in a little you know bowl right here and we have enough to be comfortable Right. Like yeah. releasing what we have because even even already we have three songs that we really enjoy that we're gonna be pushing those three songs. We have twelve more that are better. Nice. And that was a thing yeah. that we said at the beginning. Never be. release anything that's your best. And 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 the only way that that works is for everything to be good, of course, you know. But and the mentality behind it is to force yourself to be better. I mean, I'm saying if you only have write one good song in your whole life, release that, you know, and put it out there, and you know. But hopefully, our point our point is that every time something comes out w via these three tracks, right behind it is three more better tracks. Yeah. So we have that. Yeah. So therefore, we can go comfortably into job security. <laughs> yeah. So if these three do good. We'll have more money and better tracks the next three. We'll make the right. experience more immersive. Hey, guys, thank you so much for coming in today and sharing your music. Yeah, yeah. Thank you cool. for the opportunity. Absolutely. Man. Of course, of course man. I, I love the, the first single that you guys put out back in what, oh, September. It's been out for a while. Yeah, that was the last the last track we we played. Yeah. Well, with Central Track as an yeah. exclusive. It was pretty, really fun to, to collaborate with them. They're great. Central, big love, Central Track, big love to... D Magazine, D -Magazine Eva, Amy yeah. Miller. If you want to... I mean, honestly, Eva, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, if you... Go if you listen to KXT, we have Medicine Sorry, Man, the first track that we were playing. Oh, it's uh, spinning, so yeah. it's out there. Request it from Amy. We're super grateful for anybody who's supporting us, and the fact that we're where we are right now without having any music out just means that the community is love. alive. It, it is alive is exactly and it is coming it together. Yeah. And uh, that the respect that you guys have given us by letting us be here and, and communally to get us to where we're at right now with no music, we promise we will not fold in the in the in the return process of y'all's greatness to us. And we're thankful. Uh, that goes to everyone who has ears to hear what I'm saying right now. Oh, 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 when you need
Thank you to Medicine Man Revival. Thank you to Culture Hype for sponsoring this episode. Terrence Spectacle will be celebrating his EP One Summer Night with a party at Cinderblock March 31st. Get your tickets at freekindle.com. Save the date for Deep Elm Arts Festival the first weekend of April. Hand-drawn pressing has their state-of-the-art vinyl pressing facility, local artists, and artists uh, that aren't local. Get your vinyl from them. Uh, find options, pricing, and more on their website, handrawnpressing.com. And hit up the Kessler for the Dallas debut of Psych Rock Group Wall of Orange, Saturday, April 29th. Studi, the Angelas, will be there also playing music. Tickets are available now. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed your day. I hope you made something. And I hope tomorrow you wake up and make something.